Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. We left our friends in a perilous scene where everybody except Sullivan Slight and Glim were... um, Taking naps, slackers. Taking naps on the job. (laughs) Moot makes an electric appearance. I'm imagining him coming down, uh, like floating down, but like he's got a harness on. There's pressure (laughs) wires. (laughs) Oh, buddy, don't don't look too closely at some of these guys. They look like they may be your friends. But they were your friends. No, I see that. Don't don't look. He said don't. I, I was here before you. I saw. We cut ahead as you're being led out of the cavern that you're in. And you pass by various pictograms on the walls showing images that look very similar to the mind flares coming up from what looks like some underdark region with a figure hovering around and above them that looks very reminiscent of Orcus and his goat-like hideous face. You see the mountain before you a little bit closer than it was before. Matamar leads you down and towards Mount Celestia. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Sassy Amy Moore. Ooh, okay. I will have to live up to... So sassy. Shut up. I don't don't know. (laughs) I'm Amy. (laughs) She, her. And I play Sullivan Slate. Uh, He, him. And Tom Laird. Shut up. (laughs) Uh, He, him. And I am playing Moot tonight. (laughs) Who also goes by he, him. And Carla Maxted. Shut up. She, her, playing Glim, who also goes by she, her. You happy you started this, Russ? Yeah. I didn't start it. Well, you did you. And joining us again tonight, it's Kristen Flemons. Shut up. <laughs> Four times, no. <laughs> uh, Kristen, she, her, playing a gath, God lost, Katholavi, she, her. Also, Rex. How would Rex say, sh- uh, shut up? <laughs> like it. It's yeah, good. Yeah. And just with his like general demeanor, I feel like he's I think kind he of shut always up like you with his eyes. Sassy, like butt wiggle tail flip, I yeah. think also. Love yeah. it. Yeah, there's a definite sass vibe going on tonight. I like it. And I like how we started with just a round of shut up, which is great for an audio <laughs> podcast. Uh, so it's gonna We're going to be... sing some Black Eyed Peas yeah. later, though, so it'll be fine. It's a trek up the mountain, but a silent trek because there's apparently nothing else to talk about anymore. So it's just 45 minutes uh, of just weather's well, nice. Maybe a guided meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some visualization. Love it. This one brought to you by Calm. Uh, use promo code Dungeons. Get 10% off, uh, I think, maybe. I can't remember what the deal is. I should probably look that up because I think we're due for some ads. Okay, bye. Uh, Whoa. No, don't say bye. You can stick around. We we can't start with shut up and goodbye. Yeah, Yeah. who's sassy now? Calm down over there, Mr. Sassy Pants. Uh, Where I am told that I can be sassy is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast where you get access to an exclusive uh, patrons-only podcast called The Adventures Of. Somebody else tell tell people about it because I'm not sassy enough in this moment to tell them about it because I'm not in that mood. Uh, well, if you've been following uh, this this darkest timeline storyline, you've you've run into the character of Opal uh, Light Bright Cliffs, and that is one of the three main characters of the adventures of our Patreon game. Uh, so you can see Russ and all his shenanigan laden glory over on Patreon. Unhinged is uh, also a term. <laughs> Unhinged? That, is, Unhinged. Yeah. Yes, that is great. Yeah. When you are a patron, you also get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Ben Essie. Thanks, Ben. 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 Thank you ben. so much. Thank you, Ben. It could also be Ben S and a silent E, but I liked the E on the end. So You know who doesn't have to shut up? 
Ben. They can ben, just keep yeah. on talking. They sound Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Thank you, Ben. Uh, join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And now, fuck it. Let's play. Shut up. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> I'm playing the game, too. Woo. A goth and Matamar, you hear the sound of pebbles that are falling down, tumbling down after you as you hit the bottom of this cavern that you two have fallen down into. Oh. The ground behind you collapsed. You're in pitch blackness. I don't know if you have night, dark night, night dark vision, dark night vision, dark night vision, dark, dark, dark vision. night vision. <laughs> you see Batman wherever you go. Night. That's when you watch Christopher Nolan movies on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. Perfect. It is pitch. So it is pitch black. Hold uh, on. Yeah. Did Rax fall? No, I didn't say Rax. I said okay. Well, I didn't a know she was riding him. I'm glad because it would have been really extra dangerous for Rax it, well, to like I mean, fall in a crevasse. Yeah. Legs yeah. like that, Look, man. Yeah. It'd be a whole thing. I got that. Helped you get that bridge across the horse. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what we it did. Was a it was a whole we episode yeah. where we got a bridge across a horse. I mean, that's it right. was a popsicle bridge. If we're going to be honest about yeah. it, it was. It was difficult though. Two of you <laughs> land. <laughs> You're going to take ten bludgeoning. How uh, how far did we fall? It's tough to tell, but you felt like you fell probably forty or fifty feet. Uh, down a rocky embankment that had just like opened up beneath you. Uh, for everybody else, uh, as you are collecting yourself down at the bottom, uh, you see a goth and Matamar who are ahead a little bit in, in line, and they fall into this sinkhole that quickly f- fills itself in behind you. You're in this forested area, and we're walking along this path up the hill. You are on an upward motion, uh, up the mountain, rather, in an upward motion. Uh, finally, after much, much travel. What, have we been resting while we've been traveling or just much, much travel? Uh, you tell me. Do you take normal rests or are you booking it to Bahamut? Because if you're booking it to Bahamut, there's some exhaustion we could imply here, but maybe you rested. Well, I'm feeling like Sully would definitely rest. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was really so. hot. Yeah. You, <laughs> I sit you, down for a second. You have been traveling for several days. So. Okay, good. Okay, long rest it is. Just to clarify, yeah. we've fallen down into the sinkhole and now it's covered yeah. in how what? again? Yeah, so not not like a, a yeah, not like an entity, but like you <laughs> fell in and then it collapsed behind you. Okay, so are we in danger of this whole thing like filling up with earth, or is it where it's a was it like an underground? Are we about cave? to be buried alive? Mm, you don't not- believe so. Okay. Like the ground cool. around it filled in and kind of like followed you down a little ways, but hit a hit a bottleneck or like a, a stopping point, um, and that was the kind of pebbles following down behind you. So there isn't a rush of earth coming down behind you. You uh, feel like, uh, based on the reverb in the room, uh, that you're probably in a cavern between thirty and forty feet okay. across. Um, feels very open. There is a trickling of a an underground uh, stream at most. Uh, This is not a beautiful day and it is not a crickling creek uh, down the (laughs) So we're not repeating what we've already done. I realize that that is the same descriptor I gave you last time. (laughs) Uh, Um, Okay. So Agath will let out a string of curses uh, and dust her shoulders off and uh, go digging in her pack for a torch, which I have just seen in my inventory. Perfect. (laughs) And ignite said torch to get a nice look at our non-crickling creek. The uh, light ablaze, you see Matamar, who appears to be in some state of unconsciousness, uh, about ten feet from you. Um, There is, like, water running down uh, one of the walls off into your right 
Um, you're uncertain of exactly which direction anything is, but there, and it's coming down off the wall and like running across um, this cavern. Um, on the other side of the cavern, there are a couple of different openings uh, leading out of this space. Hmm. Okay. A goth will go over and check for obvious uh, head, neck, spine injuries before... Before violently shaking Madame. Gently <laughs> shaking Madame Art as gently yeah. as she can, which is probably not that gentle. Sure. Well, if we're, check- if we're checking for um, yeah. injuries, maybe roll a medicine check. Okie dokes. Oh. oh, my goodness. Are you a uh, doctor? I a six, but <laughs> I got a plus nine to yeah. medicine. Oh, wow. So that's a 15. So you're a doctor. A goth is a doctor. Yeah. You check Matamar over. Uh, there doesn't appear to be any head, neck, or spine injuries. Um, there are some light cool. abrasions on his on his arms and legs, uh, a little bit of blood, but uh, nothing that appears life-threatening if you were to shake them. Okay. Matamar. Matamar. Uh, uh. Little slaps on the cheeks. Oh, uh, 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 oh, that hurt. Uh, what happened? We have apparently fallen. Uh, yeah, no, I got that. Where are we? Oh. Underground. Okay, where's everybody else? Not here. Okay. Great. We are alone. Oh, okay, well. Can you stand? I think so. He gets up and kind of limps to uh, limps to his feet um, and appears to be able to stand and walk. Yeah, yeah, I think, I, I think I'm okay. Nothing, nothing feels broken. Where did we fall down from? Can we climb back up? Like, I'll hoist the torch. How does it look? Where you presume you fell, because there's still a little bit of movement in the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, there is like a a uh, what appears to be a formation of a cave opening, um, but it has collapsed in on itself. Doesn't appear completely stable, um, but do- it doesn't seem to be falling down towards you at this moment. Uh, you don't see any daylight, so you can assume that it is quite a f- long distance, or at least heavily packed in the area that you came down. Hmm. I must say, it does not look promising. Okay. Well, if you can't go up, I guess we got to go through, right? It's got to come out somewhere. There's a. There's a. There's a. The stream. I concur. I will, before we start moving, try and holler up to the group to see if anybody can hear or communicate. I'll try not to actually yell in my microphone. Rex! Sully! Imakins! Nothing, nothing. Some more pebbles kind of fall down. I don't, I don't, I don't think they can hear us. And if they can, they're being very quiet. Like it's a good game of hide and go seek. And it's kind of rude of them to throw us down a hole, though. Extremely. Yeah. Against the rules of any game of hide and seek I have played. Yeah. Well, it's like a real uh, extreme version where you bury the person alive and. Call, call, maybe call somebody and say, this is where they are. Here's the, here's the coordinates, and uh, uh, you got to go find them. Uh, like uh, that movie with Ryan Reynolds. What was that called? I think Buried? That's you know, kind of apt there. Agath is just sort of like cocking an eyebrow at Matamar as he, as he rambles. Um, but trust that when the Goliath play hide-and-seek, it is the most hardcore version oh. of the game. Oh, okay. And even this would be considered inappropriate. Too hardcore. If you're not hardcore, if you live hardcore. Okay, do we go left <laughs> or right? Um how do the how do the how does the cavern look upstream or downstream? Is there a noticeable difference? Not not exceptionally. It's kind mm. of passing from your right to uh, your left in this in this cavern. Uh, so there is uh, like a small, smallish passageway where it's kind of coming in and out and off the wall. Um, but again, uh, two bisecting tunnels that you could go down. Mm. Well, upstream, we are more likely 
to continue upwards yeah. towards our goal, downstream, perhaps we are more likely to find an exit large enough for mm. us. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what do you what do you think what do you think our friends will do? Do you think they'll keep going up or do you think they'll go down? I am not well enough acquainted with them. Oh, well, didn't you, didn't you guys guess. travel through time together? Like, that seems like you're pretty close. It is a surprisingly short acquaintance, huh. regardless of the time travel. Um, downstream. Let's go. You head off down uh, the tunnel system, leading more downstream, which would be to your left. And we cut back up to the surface. Everything's just caved in. Holy shit. What happened? Where'd they go? Is, is everyone okay? Yeah, I'm feeling good. But we're, we're down too. Yeah, we've lost a couple of people, so... But I'm, like, we're all okay, right? Well, yeah, this yep. is one instance yep. where being at the back of the line and being really slow and, and, and small kind of was to my benefit. Okay, so who has a shovel? Because I figure we can just start shoveling and, like, we'll just get right down there. I've got a spoon. Okay. Um, does anyone it's, have... Uh, this is like a small shovel. It, it got it, me I out mean, of prison one time. Technically, yes, but it's so... And, I mean, Glim grabs it and it's, like, it's so tiny in her hand because it's... Well, I'm just a small goblin. I know, just, I'm just saying uh, for... Well, also, do we want to start digging here? Because, uh... So I you there was a time when I I used to dig graves, uh, and it, for a short period it wasn't like a huge thing that I did. But uh, but as a gravery, we would we would dig th- through holes. But what I noticed was if there was already a hole where I was digging, I fell in. Oh, right, and also like they're down there, and we don't. H- Wait, Sully, were you? Were you digging to rob the graves? No, it no, it was a job. But so you you were falling, so you were standing directly above the hole that you were digging. Sometimes the hole was like already under the ground, uh, but somehow had caved in on oh. itself from above. No one quite knows the mechanics of how a sinkhole can indeed cover itself back up, but it happens more than you think. Really? And as you dig into it, it just all you know into itself, and then you go along with it, which is seems to be exact, exactly what happened here. This is a very relatable situation for you. I'm glad we have you along on this ride, Sally. For sure. Uh, so I don't know if digging through here, if that if that's just going to get us stuck underground. We're kind of on a mission here. Uh, there's at least one really capable person down there. Gu- guaranteed only one. Just yeah. I one I I I barely know I I barely I barely know Madama. So you know I'm not gonna say anything. Although kind of wimped out when we had to murder all of his friends and family and stuff. I'm just saying. Okay, too soon. Like he was very like emotional, and we agreed to take care of that. I did for not him. say that in front of him. Actually, we have not yet. Tr- Hello. Uh, you Hello. Guys- <laughs> you guys. A- anyone. I don't animals have real good hearing? Can like Rax? Can you hear them? Can you understand me? Do you know what I'm saying? Rax just starts maybe chewing on some of Sully's hair. I don't think he speaks English. No, I. I mean, probably has basic commands down. Uh, more like a more like a pet than anything. Well, and I assume if they he were bears his teeth at Flamikins. <laughs> not a pet, an independent uh, entity that tags along with a humanoid figure. Well, I think that if he could hear her, like, he'd pricking his ears and stuff. So they must be real far down there is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Rax, can you hear? Well, no. What I mean is if they were screaming down there, he'd oh. probably be like, oh, oh, and, and like trying to get to his person. That's right. what I'm saying. But he's not. He's eating my hair like right now as we speak. So Did, I don't yeah, think that. No, not this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Sully's right. I think if if. Rax had better hearing than us and was able to pick it up. He would behaving. He would be behaving a little bit differently, right? Instead of just you know his usual casual self. Very casual. Very concerned. He's real cash. Yeah. So they must be so far down that even the horse can't hear it. So 
Like, do we go down after them? Do we trust that they're gonna get out? Are you saying we leave them behind? No, I'm putting out our it, options. Is this one of those times where you don't want to say the bad thing in front of me, so you're all just talking around it, and like you all think they're dead down there? Is that? I is that what's God, happening? Hope not. No, oh, I don't. Okay, I don't okay, think they're I just, dead. I mean, I don't. I know. So okay. he did just relate this to digging a grave, though. Well, well so, that is true. Yeah. It's just okay. I, I'm glad we're all on the same page. They're definitely alive. They're totally fine. For sure. Um, I mean, for sure, Agath is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She's, oh yeah, yeah. A little fall, not a problem, Madamar. Oh gosh. Yeah, seems like he bruised like a peach. Like a, like a strong wind could knock that guy over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so what are what are our options here? Uh, we've got the path ahead of us. We've got the forest around us. Uh, there was a, there was like, uh, oh, we've been traveling for a while. We've seen a river in a little bit. I've been looking at like lots of trees and birds and mostly like the, the dirt on the path in front of me. I'm not, I, I, I will be the first to admit that I have a couple faults and observational skills is, uh, it's not on my list of strengths. Well, it's good to know where you're where you're strong and where you just aren't paying attention. Um. Well, I mean, last night when we made camp, we got fresh water. So yeah, you know, we're on a mountain. There's got to be rivers and streams heading heading down. Sure. Unless yeah. everything is totally different here in Celestia, which I guess is totally possible. Like maybe rivers flow uphill. I don't know. I think we probably wouldn't know. When I say we would have noticed, I mean you guys would have noticed if the stream was running uphill. You probably would have been like, "That's weird." Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall that happening. No. So seems seems gravity still the acting as gravity does. Great. Uh, well, uh, okay. So I thought we have to go down and get them, or they're gonna get out on their own. Yep. Yep. That seems like what's gonna happen. Should we like vote or? So do we wait for them to get out? Well, are they going like to get out through gonna here? Like a hand's going to come out? I don't know. I that mean, would be terrifying. Wouldn't I mean, that they, be so scary? They could. I know we'd think it'd be undead coming and like that's a bit fresh for us. Wait, did that ever happen when you were a gravery? No, but if I was, I'd chop that hand off. Do you hear that? Agath, I'd chop it off. Just in case she's like right there and was about to put a hand up. and It's like waiting yeah. for the right moment. Um, Right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like what if they are trapped within the earth? Oh my god, then we probably have to dig them out because they're buried alive. These are options. Well that I did we not. We seem very nonchalant about it. Get your spoon, I guess. Yeah, I think um yeah, Glim's gonna start like just with her hands digging. I looked, I don't think she has anything. Helpful. I mean, in my mind, I have one of those like folding backpacking shovels, you know, to like bury my sure. poop in the woods. But that's uh, I don't know that that's a fantasy item. If Lipsinky was here. Yes, exactly. This We really need uh, Lipsinky. But yeah, I think uh, Glim's is going to start. Yeah. Like digging, just moving earth to try and get to them. But I could use my war pick, like the pick part to like. Oh, yeah. I mean, the dirt's probably pretty loose because it already fell, but, like, I'm working with what tools I got here. Sure. I have a hammer. God. I'll start scraping the dirt away with the hammer. This reminds me of some time when I was, like, uh, trapped under the ground uh, because of, like, a a job that we were on, and, uh, like, I needed to get back up and out. So, like, I just used some magic and I like parted the, the earth and moved it around me. But like, that doesn't seem like something that's relevant to this situation. Oh my God. If only there was somebody with us. Wait, what? Who could move dirt like magically. Yeah. Like that would be really cool. Oh, Wouldn't it'd be it? so helpful. Oh my God. Because... Can you do that? I mean, probably not, but let's take a look. Flamey kids, you can do that. I can. Well, you just said you did it once. Can you, you not? Did you forget you did how? Well, I didn't do it again since then. Like it was kind of that one-time thing that I can move the earth. <laughs> well, that's great because I can't. Nor can I, except me with neither. this hammer, and not well. Okay, well, just give me a second here, and I'll see what I can do. Uh, and Flamekins begins to cast uh, mold earth uh, beneath 
uh, beneath her. Uh, so you can uh, target an area of loose earth. Uh, you can instantly excavate it, uh, move it along the ground, and deposit it up to five feet away. Oh, uh, sounds, sounds perfect. Super fucking five handy. foot cube. So we're going to be here a little while, but it can happen. Okay. Uh, I feel like we're we're making some real... Yeah, okay, I'm going to put the dirt over there, and then you just use your shovel to just make sure that it's back far enough, okay? You mean your spoon? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. You can embiggen it, right? The spoon, that is. Oh, yeah, I could probably do something like Look that. Look at us Hang doing cool shit that's on our our character sheet. Remember how there's magic in D&D? That's do crazy. Things? I can't do that stuff. I mean, Either. I used to have something in that neighborhood. I'm just uh, checking my spell list here. Hang I on. feel like I'll regret this when Russ uh, kills me, but I could also take off like my chest plate and use that <laughs> as like a big scoop. <laughs> right? That's going to be more effective at moving loose yeah. Earth. It, it was. Yeah, Immediately as you remove it, uh, there an is arrow a... arrow flies out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, yes, I do have uh, the enlarged spell. Great. Here, make this, make this spoon bigger for Glim. Let's do it. So yeah, I, I go ahead and cast uh, enlarge on the spoon, and it becomes a much larger spoon, but still is not like a full size shovel yet. How big can you make that? Uh, I can basically like double the size of things. So it's a really <laughs> so it's a regular size. Spoon. <laughs> now it's like a regular size spoon. So if we were just about to have soup, I would. This would be perfect. I mean, that is what really level is that spell? <laughs> uh, second level. Sweet. <laughs> Do you have to roll uh, for wild magic now? Sure does. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a lot more impressive when it's cast on a person. Yeah, the person totally. Goes from like medium to large size, yeah. as opposed to just a spoon from a teaspoon. It's gone to like one of those those collectibles, you know, that are just regular to just your average spoon. Yep. Love this. Uh, uh, we cut. While all that is happening, yeah. is there anything audible like down in the cavern that might stop Agath and Matamar from sure. happily trekking away? Or <laughs> doop a doop a doop a doop. I don't know at that moment, uh, just because we st- stated that it's pretty far up. So we you talked would've... about it for so long, <laughs> yeah, and they talked about they were very nonplussed about it for such a long time as your friends disappeared. Like, so no, I think you have gone off. Uh, you maybe hear. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you'd de- you'd, you'd hear like the the mold earth. Like you hear like the movement of the like the underground tunnel sounds, like that kind of sound. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but nothing directly that you would relate to uh, movement, shoveling, or otherwise. Mostly because it's a very tiny spoon that they're using before they start <laughs> using the mold earth. Um, but yeah, you, uh, we, we actually, yeah, we cut back down to you. Uh, you two are carrying on um, down this path, this corridor uh, that uh, follows the direction of the stream going uh, back down the mountains, what you can presume as the sh- stream is uh, running. You're following the direction in which it's running. And uh, as you're moving and, and continuing forward, uh, there's like becomes this bioluminescence that uh, begins to appear mm. as uh, along the walls um, becomes brighter and brighter the longer you walk down and uh, Matamar turns to you as as it's been in appearance for quite a while and says um, I don't know if uh, I've ever seen this before it seems kind of kind of like something that's not in the tunnel systems that I live in uh, it's interesting it is quite beautiful in its way. It is, yeah. It gives like a glimmer and a little more clarity in the in the situation. Uh, and as you continue to walk forward, it gets brighter uh, and uh, make a pers- uh, either, yeah, make a perception check or uh, whichever is higher, that or your passive perception. So I rolled. It wasn't good. It's a 10. My passive perception is 13. Okay. Um, you feel like out of the corner of your eye, you see movement in the light that is being hmm. enlightened. Can I go? Are there tiny little creatures in it? 
maybe you need to go peer at it. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of catch it out of the corner of your eye and begin to move closer to it. Um, and as you are watching it, um, the movement disappears as you like begin to focus on it. But you look closer at it, and it it looks like uh, not just like the surface of this cavern, but like the um, the actual walls of this cavern are giving this light. And the longer you uh, observe it, if you continue to observe it. Um, you do feel like not just whatever's appeared to be on the surface, but like the walls themselves are shifting around. Hmm. On second thought, this pathway now feels somewhat ominous. Um, Why? It seems to be moving. Do you also observe this phenomenon? Uh, Madame Art moves over and is watching it intently. I'm gonna- yeah poke the wall with with like my my blade no man spores <laughs> uh, with your blade scared of okay make a dexterity saving throw what do i have in my <laughs> nice um, i'm going to just see what i actually have in my hand actually uh, not a dexterity saving throw a uh, strength saving throw sweet no worries then right yeah goliath Oh, there we go. Finally. Um, strength saving throw. Oh, I would have thought that would have been... Why is my wisdom and charisma so much higher than my strength? Probably the cleric levels. <sighs> um, it's still a 21. You begin to poke it with the, the blade, and you begin to feel like the wall closing around it, like with a click, quick nope. motion, <laughs> and yeah, yank it back. And as you do, there is this audible, high-pitched squeal that comes from it. Sweet. The walls themselves begin to contract. I'm gonna scoop up Matamar under one arm and just start booking it back the way we came as much as is possible. Back the way you came? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this way was a bust. We're going the other way. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, So, yeah, you you turn around and hightail. He's like, "What, what happened? What was that noise? What's going on? Where are we going? Do we have to go down the down the mountain? <laughs> no, okay, we're ah! and uh, you kind of look over your shoulder, or depending on how you scoop Matamar, maybe he mm-hmm. can see. And he's like, "Um, hey, 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 there's something back there. It's it's closing in." And you turn and you look as you're running, and like the cave is closing in, but as it like almost closes entirely. It expands again, and down at the end of the hall, illuminated by this bioluminescence, there's this figure that is like this hulking figure with these long, like sharp, jagged legs and arms. And it lets out the same kind of shrill screech that echoes down the hall. Make a wisdom saving throw, please. What'd you do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sweet. Um... That is a 27. Wow. Dang. Yeah, you feel... All the wisdom. Are you tired of rolling my dice? You no, don't like you, them? No, your dice rolled well. <laughs> uh, I just don't want to take all the good rolls from them. That was <laughs> they eight, only have That was an 18 few. on the dice. Yeah, yeah I don't want to take those made, from They them. might already be tapped yeah. out. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was one. I did it. Uh, you're welcome. You have this, like, intense pain that uh, that goes through your head. Um, as this as the scream like reverberates down the halls and uh, stones are coming loose as they're going, um, you make it back to uh, you don't take any damage, but you manage to make back to uh, the the cavern in which you started. Uh, you do hear as you enter that cavern the sound of like uh, of moving earth. You could equate it to. Um, just heavy stone movement coming from the area in which you presumed you had fallen. Okay. There's this lumbering thudding of footsteps tearing their way down behind you. Sweet. I'm going to do what I realized I should have done after everybody's looking at their spells. I was like, huh, spells. I have thaumaturgy, so I'm going to make my voice real loud. Okay. <laughs> and now that I can hear actually things happening up there, like the real hey you guys. <laughs> <laughs> An extraction would be helpful. There are malicious entities down here. 
something about an something about an extraction is imminent, and uh, the entities are. Uh, uh, it sounds bad. Probably like there's probing going on down there. Probing? Oh my god. <gasps> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Why would you assume there's probing going on? Well, extraction entities panic. E- extraction means to take out. Probing yeah. is to some- put something in. Okay, then somebody is probing a goth down there, and we need to extract it. Like, <gasps> hey guys, come extract this entity okay, from you my. Gotta, you gotta keep molding the earth, man. Oh, right. We can't Sorry. get down yeah. there. Okay. Uh, Flamingans goes back to moving the earth. Uh, you hear the pace of that movement uh, picking up in both speed and intensity uh, above you as you as these lumbering footsteps and shrill mm-hmm. cries like burst into this place, and you see it, and it's got like this mantis, like disfigured nice. mantis face, yeah. um, and these long, sharp, jagged, like like uh, pincer claws. Um, that move with like these these insectoid uh, almost they're insectoid like legs but like there's the there's the there's flesh upon them not just like an exoskeleton um, and it's like it's like decaying all the way down roll for initiative alrighty I will have um, tried to deposit Matamar somewhere back uh, in the cavern sure. as. As he's useless to you? <laughs> I'm assuming so, yeah. On your own. 14. Uh, everybody else can roll. As soon as that opens, you will also be in initiative order. Eight. Yeah, there's, there's mine. Uh, two. <laughs> uh, oh, plus six. Eight. Solid. Thanks. 11. And Flamikins is at the top. So Flamikins begins, pick, uh, is continuing to pick up the pace. Um... Uh, you feel she's like I feel I feel movement beneath me we gotta be getting close uh, a goth uh, this thing mm-hmm. crashes in lets out this cry uh, stones are, are falling down the sides of the of the cavern and it is making its way like beelining straight towards you um, I have a vicious lance which is very long I guess I'm just walking around with an extremely Sure. Long lance mm-hmm. on my back at all times. Maybe it's telescopic. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pull it off and <laughs> a big old lance. I'm um, going to try and keep this thing at a distance. Um, uh, but um, yeah, I'm. this doesn't look like it wants to be friends. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for some bug kebabs. Okay. First attack is a 15. Uh, that does not hit. No. Better, uh, 21. That will hit, yes. That is 14 points of piercing damage. You're aiming for like the center of this, the center mass. Yeah, you stab it in. Um, uh, As you do, you see more of that same luminescence and it begins to pull on the blade. Cool. Pull on the lance into you. I'm gonna hit uh, it one more time. Okay. Oh, never mind. no, I'm not, that was a two. Uh, no, you will not. Uh, in fact, it is... Make a strength check. Okay. Six. You feel the lance being pulled, like, into this creature away from you. That's bad. Yeah, so it, it's like, uh, it's a long one giving you a reach. It's like mm-hmm. halfway, and you you see it's like sticking out the other side of this creature, uh, which doesn't seem uh, as, as... It doesn't seem as concerned about that mm-hmm. as when you stabbed into it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you can or would like to do? Let's try it, you know. I experimented a little bit with um, magic since getting here. Not super comfortable with it yet, but Agath is gonna cast Spiritual Weapon. Love it. Uh, so, what does Spiritual Weapon do? <laughs> this is not exactly what I think a goth would do, but I really like the idea of a big bug swatter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that. That's good. Yeah. A floating (laughs) spectral um, fly swatter is going to appear right behind uh, our mantis friend, and um, I can make a melee spell attack with it when I cast it. Awesome. Oh, that's a d12. That is the wrong dice. Where are my d20s? Yeah, you're not going to hit very much with that. Um, 18? 18 will hit. Five, um, 
bug swatty uh, weapon. I think that is holy. Probably radiant. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. the word. Uh, awesome. Yeah. It it swats down. Uh, you said it came up behind, so it swats down like onto the back of this thing. You see, um, it sizzle and like uh, like a flare of light comes up from behind it as this hits, and it lets out another shrill like uh, pained cry as as that happens. Um, it's the creature's turn now. So it charges towards you and is going to attack you with its pincer claws. Uh, that's going to be a 19 for the first one. No. 21 for the second one. Apparently no. No? Oh, God. Wow. Um, let's see if it recharges that. It does. It's uh, now, like, close proximity to you. It's going to let out another one of those screams into your face. Please make a wisdom saving throw. Gladly. Damn. Um, 26. Okay, very wise. At this proximity, you're still going to take uh, four psychic damage. Not a problem. Uh, and like your, like all the little bones in your ears are like vibrating back and forth. You kind of lose your, uh, you lose your balance for a brief moment. Uh, you're not affected, uh, like a stunned or anything like that at this moment. Um, but you sense like if you if you get lower or fail on that, that it could it could do some damage to you. We go to Moot. Uh, Flamikins has, has picked up the pace on, on moving this earth. Uh, you hear down below, all of you hear down below, uh, an intense commotion. These cries from whatever this creature is are reverberating up and through the earth. So you sense that you're getting close. Is there anything that you can or would like to do to uh, assist or encourage or speed up the process in any way? As as Flamikins is moving around this this earth, there's probably like some loose earth mm -hmm. here and there from all of yep. this. Uh, I would like to use my gust cantrip, okay, and create a small blast of air that's capable of moving. This is one object, but like it has to weigh no more than five pounds. And I'll say just a bunch of dirt that's like five pounds worth. Okay, is that one object? To yeah, you? yeah, 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 sure. All right, perfect. And uh, yeah, so I will I will do that. Okay. Uh, yeah, you are moving Earth off into the side, helping helping along quicker. Ooh, I rolled a nat twenty on my wild matches. Uh, you're doing okay then. Glim, same same scenario for you. Uh, Moot is blowing the dirt away. Flamikins is uh, actively molding it. You're spooning it. No, I've been using my <laughs> chest plate. Right, I, know, I took that I'm off. I'm just saying the spoon the is spoon. so much a better picture. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you are using your actions to uh, continue to to dig. Uh, Sully, yeah, uh, is just shouting words of encouragement at this point. There's like nothing that he. I think he maybe tried with the teeny spoon and was just like, "Oh, what the fuck is this? Come on, you guys are doing great. Moot, blow harder. Uh, yeah, uh, you're you're doing great, Glim. Like my goodness, just that's that's gonna get everywhere though. That's gonna be all up in you. Um, flamey, can you do it? <laughs> Not over here! Not over here! Sorry! I'm like looking through, everyone's like, I'm looking through my spell sheet, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna check my inventory. Where the fuck did I get an absorbing tattoo from? Whoa, what, what is that? Welcome to the middle! You know what's great is moving your microphone while you're doing it so you try to avoid any like clicks or stuff. So there's probably some in that little song there. Hey, everybody, it's me. Just hanging out with you in the middle here. Not a huge party in the middle, except for the fact that you and you and I are here. And that is the biggest party. And today I have uh, a show that I am very excited about sharing with you. It's called Adventure Incorporated. It's a it's a D and D actual play podcast because that's what we love to share. That's what we love to play. That's who we are. And Adventure Inc. has an expansive lore set in a deep fantasy world, thoughtful storytelling, surprising twists, and ridiculous players. What does that sound like? It sounds like a good time, is what it does. Uh, 
if you listen to them, uh, of course, they have an, an amazing show that you want to go uh, follow and subscribe and like and share and do all that great stuff with. Um, but they invited me to come play at their table for some of their Patreon content. And I got to go on a stream with them. And they are just the most delightful people. And I want you to go pull up a seat at their table every Monday as the adventure for them continues. So go find Adventure Incorporated anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm going to put a link down in the descriptions for you. Uh, for this episode here, so you can go find it super easy. Adventure Incorporated. They are lovely people. They play a lovely show, and I want you to go listen to them. That's it for the middle. Let's get you back to the episode. Okay, thanks. Talk to you soon. Bye now. Uh, you got an absorbing. That's tattoo. nothing I looked up. Like I don't know how that ended it up in here. Might have been something that I added to sheets because I I think I went in and added some things to sheets well, without telling anybody. Yeah, so. you definitely did. Maybe so. Maybe take a look through your things. Maybe I put some presents in there. I don't know. I've been reading my character sheet and like, damn, I got all kinds of cool stuff that um we've certainly never used before. Nothing for digging though. Yeah. No, but, yeah. And, no, yeah, no this tattoo shovels. won't help anybody dig anything. Back down in the cavern, Madamar, who has a who has a slingshot, unbeknownst to anybody else, Aww, uh, is is going to uh, take a shot at the head of this creature for a twenty-two. Ooh. Oh, well mm-hmm. done, bud! Wow, uh, I was gonna say he's gonna put someone's eye out. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's entirely possible too. Especially when the eyes are big compound eyes. Oh yeah. Uh, that is only two damage, but does hit pretty squarely, like into one of the eyes of this creature. How uh, irritating! Very irritating. Uh, and you're so close to it, Agat, that you see it hit and like it shakes its head. Uh, uh, and turns and looks at Madamar, who at that moment, as it turns and looks, is like, oh, oh, fuck. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to be good. And he uh, takes Great his- Great shot. <laughs> takes his movement to try to hide in some of the rubble, but uh, unfortunately does not hide well enough. So you can still kind of see- a little teddy bear poof right. poking yeah. out. <laughs> he just covers his eyes. Flamekin's turn. She's going to move more earth. Uh, you- uh, anybody down with her? So I assume Glim, yeah. uh, Moot, you are I'm pretty, pretty close, close by, by yeah. so you feel like the ground begin to tremor, for lack of a better term. Like, it's it's losing structure, so you feel probably pretty soon that you're going to be able to get through or fall through, one of the two, uh, but not uh, on her turn as she continues to do that. Agoth, it's back to you. This thing is right in your face. Sweet. Um, the your lance is kind of sticking out halfway mm-hmm. through both you know both sides of this creature. A uh, little ping of a uh, of a slingshot just zip by. What do you want to do? How close am I to one of the cavern walls? Uh, to tell uh, how did you did you position yourself in the center of this room when you ran in? Did you back yourself against a wall? No, I would have like been trying to put Madamar somewhere safe and then like been in the center for maximum mobility. Sure, I think we said like thirty to fifty, so you're it, it, uh, with the torch kind of lit into the ground. Uh, you're probably in like that fifteen to twenty Sweet. range from the nearest wall. All right, so I have an idea. I have a vision. Love it. Let me know what I imagine. We've got this big buggy head with its weird compound eyes right in her face. Yeah. Agath would love to, like, grin, take in the battle moment, and headbutt it in the head as hard as she can. And I have something called shield shove, and I'm wondering if I can sort of use that and color it to like, I would like to run this thing with the lance into a wall and try and pin it on a wall like a stupid bug in one of those displays. Yeah, I I love <laughs> that. Okay, so you're gonna, so I guess it's probably a, a straight up strength or athletics check. Sweet, uh, I can To do that. see, you know, A, are you able to push <laughs> it and B, do you have enough speed to get it into the wall? So that's a 19 on the dice plus nine, so a 28. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, then, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, the scene plays out exactly like that. You, uh, like, bear down on this lance and with all your might begin, like, charging towards this creature whose uh, limbs are, like, beyond you right now uh, as you've moved in uh, close to it uh, and skewer it to the wall. Uh, it, uh, it takes... 
I don't think any additional damage because it's already through yeah. it. Um, but you hear it like pierce into the stone behind you. Um, and as you take a step back, not entirely so much as to take an, an mm-hmm. attack or anything like that, uh, you feel like you've you've stuck it to the wall. Sweet. Um, that is the shield shove is technically a bonus action. Can I still do my attacks or yes? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm gonna say the first one was the headbutt. So I'll do like an unarmed. Uh, one for that guy. Okay. Natural 20. Poof, on the headbutt. headbutt. Hell yeah. yeah. That's just four damage. S- straight up. I don't think there's a dice, so I guess it doesn't double on the natural 20, which is too bad, but oh well. Well, I mean, we can say it doubles. It's fine. Uh, well, yeah. Eight. It definitely Eight. is double. And then I'll pull out, now that the lance is a, a nice bug pin, I'll just pull out my double-bladed scimitar and uh, take the other two attacks with that. All right. Um, 15, I think, is a no, right? 15 was no, yep. And then a 17. 17 will hit. So that's another seven damage on that one. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you hit it hard with your head, which kind of reels it back and closer to the wall. Uh, you swing your scimitar the first time uh, and miss, uh, just based on its movement, and then strike in the second time. Uh, more of this luminescence like flares out of it, and uh, it's like scatters across the room and onto the ground beside you. I uh, like to imagine I got doing like a big, you know, wipe of the face, the bioluminescence <laughs> off. <laughs> Awesome. She's having fun now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, any, element. Anything else you would like to do? <laughs> it's like with the thaumaturgy still going, never mind, no rush. <laughs> <laughs> I, got I got this, this. one. Um, time. At that, you do hear like a, a rumbling sound coming back from the way you came. <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah. There's 12 more. Maybe. Uh, moot. Uh, do we, are we be able to see like any kind of daylight for lack of a better term uh, n- we don't see any nightlight uh, coming from below um, okay. you do uh, the, like the ground beneath you is less sturdy you feel like there's there's certainly movement in it it's not as compacted as it was before uh, you do okay. hear the sounds of the battle below you uh, more clearly um, so you get yeah you do have a solid sense that something extraordinary could push this through perhaps on this turn all right. How does everybody feel about a lightning bolt on the spot if I get everyone clear? If you warn us, great. Yeah. I mean, would that work, Russ? Thoughts? Uh, <laughs> a lightning like, bolt. There's only one way to know. There's only one way to know. No. Um. Yeah. So you do you want to you want to cast it on this turn? Is what your goal is? Yes. In a perfect oh, world. Wait. Okay. Okay. What about Thunderstep? Oh, Thunderstep could be good. I'm gonna. I guess could show up and make that little like sonic boom yeah, type that, thing. That, that I could. There. That I could get on board with not hurting anybody. Lightning, a little less believable. That it, based on the way we're working this, like that they'd be able to move out of the way and not be take some damage. Thunderstep, though, yeah. you're, you're blasting it down. That could cave the thing in. Sure. Okay. I look forward to tumbling down with it. Perhaps. Who knows. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, kind of light bulb moment, says, everybody, out of the way, out of the way, out of the way, I got this. Okay, you got it, Mootsie. Mootsie. Sully scurries up a tree. <laughs> yeah, you weren't even down in the hole, you're like, I'm out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I think Glim uses this opportunity to put her very dirty, uh, chest plate back on. Sure, yeah. Okay, I will, uh, I will cast Thunderstep, so... I'll teleport to the spot I want to be, which is like four feet away from where I already am, but that's fine. (laughs) It's the showmanship of it. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, A thunderous boom will sound uh, where I uh, disappear from. So I guess I want to be in the hole and disappear from the hole. Okay, there we go. Uh, So I disappear out of the hole, leaving behind a thunderous boom that will do 20 thunder damage. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, you give the call to move out of the way. Give me a call. Uh, everybody, uh, clear out, clear okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll be up here. Thunderous boom echoes out and the ground like heaves down, uh, with, uh, you like, I presume you like teleport like off into, 
uh, like the wall of it at least. So maybe you slide down, uh, you reappear on the wall and begin cascading down with this uh, with this earth in like a the badass. like a badass. Totally um, like surfing it down. Like That's right. Surfing yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flamikins and Glim, the ground gives way beneath you. Same thing. You've you've kind of scattered off to the side. Um, perhaps not quite as gracefully as Moot, but you are still looking pretty cool riding down into this. A goth, uh, you hear this loud clap that comes from the, from the cavern above you and behind you now because you've moved to the other side. Um, the, the earth begins to fall in and you see your travel companions, uh, cascading into this space. Anything you want to do after that or can do after that? Roll a wild magic surge. Uh, I can definitely do that. Uh, that's a 16. Uh, I think we're still good because we triggered one yep. the last time we did this. So probably at a three or a four right now. Uh, okay. Love it. You cascade into this space. Sully, you have moved up a tree. Yeah, I'm you in see, a tree. You see your friends fall down into this hole. So you now see this yeah, black wow. pit, a uh, little bit of the light from the day. You can see uh, them beginning to move towards and into this cavern. You don't quite see the creature from this position, but you do have an ability to go down this hole now. Instead of doing that. <laughs> I'm going to tattoo myself. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Scully. Ah, oh, Scully. Well, because I said Sully scurried last time and now just Scully is stuck. In <laughs> I know what my character is called. Um, Sully instead um, shimmies down this tree, uh, takes a rope out of his pack, ties it around the tree, comes over and throws it down the hole. Okay. And just waits at the top. You guys got this? I mean, maybe. Well, just let me know. I'm just going to stay up here so someone can pull you up. Yeah, it's a good idea. I am the smallest. Madamar, <laughs> now, Im- <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got Rex up, Rex up here. Oh, Rax sorry, up Glim. Here, right? Yeah, uh, I skipped. Rax, 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 uh, Rax. I, sorry, Glim, uh, Glim, I skipped you uh, and Sully in turn there. Uh, your turn. Uh, okay, so I'm down there now? You are down there now, yes. And when I look around, I just see that a goth has like a giant bug creature pinned to the wall, but it's still writhing. Still or... very much writhing, trying to get at her. Um, okay. So yeah, seeing as you come down, uh, big bug skewered onto the wall, a goth within its reach. Uh, so it's trying to like claw at her. Matamar, you see a little tuft of hair off into the side, uh, very well hidden. <laughs> so Perfect. Uh, bioluminescence, kind of scattered, uh, blood splatter kind of vibe. Uh, you do hear also now that the the d- dirt is settling and cascading in. A rumbling from deeper within the cave uh, sounds like earth movement or the movement of a lot of feet or creatures uh, coming down from a, a left cavern. Maybe just a couple creatures that have a lot of feet. Yeah, it's just two Maybe. with a lot of feet, All right. and they're not even big. Like a Mario Wiggler. <laughs> and we woke them. Don't wake it. And do I see the rope uh, hanging down there? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Matamar, maybe just, uh, there's a rope and just, and I'm going to attack that creature and try and, you know, like chop its head off or whatever. So that is a, oh, damn. Uh, 32. Huh. And then also, <laughs> Chris is like, "What's taking her so long?" <laughs> this is two double-digit numbers. Carrie. I need to add. She up. rolled and two d twenties. That's what she gets. Yeah, twenty-one and okay. thirty-two. Are those gonna hit? Yeah, this uh, pinned yeah. bug. You betcha. Both will. Bug that can't go anywhere. Yeah. Great, great, great. Uh, so that is going to be. 31 piercing and then two radiant. Read my character sheet. Very piercing. Slightly godlike. Sweet. Yeah. You charge into this room and a couple big hits and like it's no longer stuck, but it's because you've cleaved into this thing. So the, the, you now realize that, yeah, of course, the bioluminescence is coming out of this creature, and it's now covering you, your 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 blade and your arms, 
and uh, moving down to the ground out of the as it lets out like this final death cough. Um, you see down this, like you have a clear shot down this one tunnel where the sound uh, appears to be coming from. Uh, and the stones are loosening off the walls and you see um, what looks like a mass of this light moving down the hallway. Kind of like, uh, what's the what's the poster, the horror movie, Slither? Like all the like the leech-looking things. Oh, uh, it was the girl in the bathtub. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, let's go, 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 go. Let's go. There's a rope. Let's go. Uh, Madamar has uh, has already bolted. He actually loosed a slingshot like as it was happening, and like it goes like wide and just, um, but is climbing back up the back up the way. If we go uh, back up to the top, Flamykins is going to try to close the cavern uh, before she leaves. Hey, Moot, you want to let some light go and I'll close the cave? Yeah, that sounds great. And, like, Moot, like, pushes up his sleeves, like, oh, okay, here we go. Okay, so these two spells happening, like, almost simultaneously as these creatures are bursting forth into this space and lightning is released uh, into them, blowing them back in this shrill, like, high-pitched... Um, uh, tiny screams are coming from all of these different individual creatures blasting the back and then the mold earth closes down this cavern uh, leaving open the one to the right still um, but blocking them in so that they cannot break free and come attack you uh, everybody's trying to get back up the 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 rope as far as the last call was yeah it seems yeah. like a good idea <clears throat> love it after that everybody else is making their way back up the rope uh where you make it back to the top. Uh, Moot and Flamykins are the last to come. You, you're going to wait a moment just to make sure that they have stopped and that they're not going to break through. Uh, you give it a moment, and it doesn't appear that they've done so. Uh, Flamykins begins to move the earth back down a little bit, trying to get it to collapse back in on itself. It's not working as well because it's blown open uh, quite considerably. It says, well, that's a... Uh, that was a time, wasn't it? Yeah, you doing okay, Agatha? What would you see down there? The bioluminescence was pretty before it started trying to kill us. Oh. Um, the giant bugs are not as pretty, but have a very satisfying crunch. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you for the assistance. Oh, well, we had to figure out a way to get down there, and fortunately, uh, I was reminded that I know how to do some pretty cool shit. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, it sounded like we were going to leave you there. Uh, not going to lie. Sully did mention it. Sully's a busy uh, tying up the, untying the rope over there. Uh, we don't have to talk about it. Not a lot of blame, but just remember, if there's like a life or death situation... Could go either way. The mission must continue. That's right. That's right. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 125, starring Amy Moore as Sullivan Slight, Carla Maxted as Glimp, Tom Laird as Moot, Kristen Flemons as a goth, and Russ Moore as your dungeon master. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Kat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Craig Zeiss, Aaron Stevens, Darylith, Lulahan, L.A. Branton, Alex Saren, Perry Mathy, Nathaniel Teeter, and Nicholas Cooper. To support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast called The Adventures Of, bonus episodes, and much more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragonpodcast and on Instagram and Twitter at dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, he took our shut ups to heart. <laughs> no, uh, I'm just thinking uh, of the perfect way to get into this because while I put while I put uh, point form notes, I don't create ins or outs. Russ did take a gummy. <laughs> Watch how you got. I did not. <laughs> 
It's a liberal pour on the wine, but no gummy. It's fine. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the alley, the scent is stronger, overpowering. As I watch, the overhead lamps flicker and wink out one by one. God damn it. No. The girl appears briefly under the last streetlight, the headphones snug against her ears, the Walkman clasped to her hip. She's oblivious as she walks, lost in her own world. Hey, stop! I need to talk to you! Then she's swallowed up by the darkness again. Helen! Wait a second! It strikes her in the gloom so fast she barely has time to scream. She falls into the edge of the lamplight and lies there, bleeding, motionless. The man's skin is scaly, flaking, and there are patches of soot on his cheeks. He stares at me with eyes like midnight. Eyes that are devoid of remorse, devoid of humanity. He's one of them. I turn and run, and I don't look back. The Road of Shadows, a new mystery and suspense audio drama by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Listen now at theroadofshadows.com. Thank you.